is Derek, 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 Diamond, Diamond, Diamond. Experience! How's everyone doing today? How's everyone's been going? Good. Good. Well, my name is Derek Diamond. I'm the host of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast, which this is being recorded for. And this is the fourth installment of Defending Bad Movies. Uh, joining me on this wonderful panel today is my co-host on the Nerd Cave Retro Podcast, Mr. Jason Robbins. Hello, hello. And the official fact checker of the Nerd Cave Retro Podcast, Mr. Wally Phelps. Hello. So, who here has never seen the Defending Bad Movies panel before? Wow, a lot, of, a lot of newcomers. Okay, so this is how it works. I've got a list of 30 of the least popular and some that are very divided, uh, depending on which, you, which more you trust, IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, sites like that. Some of these movies I like, some I don't, but I don't have to defend them, so my opinion really doesn't matter. So I'm going to choose these at random, and they have to say nothing but good things about said movie. Is there a punishment if I don't? <laughs> um, you have to spend the rest of the day with me. <laughs> All right. Are you ready, gentlemen? <clears throat> sure. Ready. Okay. First up is... Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I liked Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, so, that's a nice thing to say about it. <laughs> I like the movie. I, li I like the movie. Uh, it, it was better than the Joss Whedon version for absolute certain. And it was, the, I mean, I really love the, the beginning of the Wonder, Wo the Wonder Woman section because of how nuts it was. Because you know she's she's blowing up stuff, she's killing folks left and right, and I'm sitting there going. And then at the end, the little girl's like, "Can I be like you when I grow up?" And I'm like, "A murderer?" <laughs> you know, so yeah, I mean, I love this movie. It's great. It makes no sense. Uh, it's one of the best movies by a director who's only ever read The Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say that's accurate. Because I never saw the theatrical version, because I don't really care for Zack Snyder that much. But then they had the Zack Snyder cut, and I was like, you know what, I'll give this thing a chance. And about an hour and a half in, that was the best nap I ever had. <laughs> it's only a tenth of the movie, what are you doing? I don't, <laughs> I don't even know if there's any more Martha stuff in it. <laughs> oh, Martha. Um, Why'd you say that name? Why'd you say that name? Um, okay, so this movie was... I personally liked it, but I feel like for every person that likes it, there's someone who dislikes it. Halloween ends. Oh, you want to make me go first? <laughs> <laughs> I thought about 20 minutes of that movie was great. <laughs> okay. The rest of it is a completely oh, different movie. I'm not saying anything negative. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying it was negative. It just there was a 
whole chunk of that movie that brought in a new character that was a complete separate movie from what the storyline we've been watching. And I'm like, what the hell is this? But the parts of actual Michael Myers with the story we had seen thus far was really good. The, the thing I liked about it was the fact that it gave me all of this headcanon that I could come up with. <laughs> Because Michael Myers was living in the sewer for a year. We start. We actually, me and him, started a Twitter account of Michael Myers just spending time in the sewer, waiting for things to happen. And it's his day by day diary yeah. when he goes through the sewer, <laughs> just finding a, 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 an old iPhone in the sewer, and then you know, going from there basically. Like, who keeps paying for this bill? You know, things, things like that. Uh, so the fact that. We are to believe that this man in a disgusting mask, because it has to be, he's in the sewer, and he's wearing this mask the entire time he's, he's in the sewer. He's so bad. It, uh, how does, I mean, how does, how, how does he sneak up on people anymore? <laughs> we answer these questions on that Twitter <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it, it, I just love that idea that he, he was able to somehow functionally live in a sewer pipe. It was great. <laughs> I think the best thing that came out of it was the Twitter account. Yeah, had that movie not existed, I wouldn't have gotten some entertaining content. Well, there was only 13 followers, so about six months into it, but, I'm like, I'm done. But I was one of them. <laughs> yeah, that worked. So there we go. It was the same thing the fighting the ones I wrote on my account. So it was like, well, we, we were cracking up when we came up. We were like, this is going to blow up. And then after about a month, we were just like, yeah, screw it. <laughs> there ain't nobody doing that. But, but you tried, though. But yeah. the fight between him and Laurie Strode, where she pins him to the table and like and saws his head off, like yes, yes, and then they throw him in the the what is that thing, the metal eater thing, some kind of compactor, yeah, yeah. compactor, like yes, that's what you need to like that needs to be done to Jason, like anytime you need to get rid of these you know mystical characters who can't be killed, shove him in one of those, he ain't coming back. How long do you think before we get a reboot? Oh, in three, oh. three years, probably. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it's not even... They made money, so I don't see why Blumhouse would not. Uh, they <coughs> might make a video game, because Blumhouse just announced that they have a video game company that they're, they're starting. So it's a possibility that they could just keep going that way, too. So who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. I would play a Halloween video Yeah, I'd play a Halloween video game. Absolutely. I would. Thor, Love and Thunder. I didn't find anything wrong with that movie. I actually had a really good time with that. I'm not going to go into the things I don't like because that's not what this is. Look, about. we to see Chris Hemworth's ass, all right? What more do you think? All right, fine. How come every argument I lose ends with Chris Hemworth's ass? Because that's Australia's ass. <laughs> he is an ass guardian. <laughs> So we, so we got two t-shirts that need to be made. <laughs> Jason's face mask. <laughs> uh, I really, I honestly don't know why people don't like that movie. I thought it was great. Yeah, I like it. I'm not saying that it's not a great movie. It, it, it's better than Dark World. That movie is yeah. just straight boring. Why makes the movie be Dark World? But, it, it, yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I wouldn't go back and watch it again. I would. 
but unless I had to. But it, it, if somebody wanted to, that's the thing. If somebody wanted to, I will. You know, it's not like I'm going to turn it off if somebody has it on. It's it was fine. It was all right. I I personally enjoyed the movie. I thought it was very entertaining. I, I don't hate like the, the poster. Thor: Love and Thunder. It's fine. Well, <laughs> it's fair. Five out of ten. The okayest of Thor movies. And, and, and the other side of the poster says, that's Australia's ass, Jason. <laughs> and, 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 and where it would have the newspaper, the Asgardian press. We go all the posters. Uh, let's see. Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, I, I still haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't either. Really? Wow, okay. Well, and I'll tell you what. Uh, because... After, there's something that happens to my brain. Whenever I see a movie that just kind of breaks the franchise to me, I just stop watching the movies. And Jurassic World was that, in that it wasn't bad, but it's like, I don't have any need to see this go any further. <laughs> you know? So it just kind of stopped me there. So what was that? See, the one after Jurassic World was it? Was Fallen Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Fallen Kingdom. And, and Dominion was the last one. Okay. People had I saw them. Fallen Kingdom, and I, I tried. I remember I watched half of it, and then I didn't watch it again for like a year or two. And then I watched the whole thing like a year ago. Here we are a year later. I don't remember anything about that movie. I can't even put on this Jeff Goldblum is oh, So that will be my thing. <laughs> the, the biggest positive of that movie was seeing the original trio back together. All their scenes were fantastic. And, and, and who doesn't like Jeff Goldblum? Well, yeah. I don't know. Maybe the ex, Mrs. Goldblum. <laughs> yeah. <But. laughs> Besides her. Which is it's a very retarded. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> think you're poisoned. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Ooh, Pedro Pascal is wonderful. <laughs> he's, a, he's fantastic. I love him to death, and I really wish that they gave him something more in that movie, but it, it was, I really loved his performance and I loved his, uh, just everything about his character, I liked, I mean, that's negative, I'm not gonna say. <laughs> but yeah, there's, him in general it was fantastic and I really enjoyed that. I will not bring up the fact that Wonder Woman sexually assaulted Innocent man. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, who transformed into Chris Pine. Yeah. It didn't even look like Chris Pine. <laughs> what I liked the most about that movie was it was something completely different than what we had seen from Pedro Pascal. Like we had seen the Mandalorian where he plays this very serious type of character, and he's like that in The Last of Us. But seeing him be more outgoing right. was, was really cool. More broad, yeah, and, and and that's what I really liked about it is that we did get to see him just chew that scenery up and and look like he was having a blast doing it, and I really I really did like what he brought to the movie. Solo, a Star Wars movie. <laughs> I've seen that movie like three or four times now, and I have never found anything wrong with it. I actually like it. It's I mean, it is kind of weird, you know, because he, like, gets all of his, like, they kind of treated it like Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, where everything you know about the character he acquired in, like, a five-minute period at the beginning of the movie. But other than that, there's nothing wrong with that movie. 
No, I think it's fine. I mean, you know, the other time we're gonna get a Yeah, it's another thing. I mean, it, it was it was a pretty good movie. I mean, it had its it does have faults. It's not perfect, but it's a perfectly fun Star Wars movie. I mean, the, the big thing that I really enjoyed was the uh, the chemist not the chemistry, but the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just the way that the characters. I guess it would be a chemistry, or the, the, the way they played off of each other, and everybody seemed to be very well cast. Well, Donald Glover made a great Mando Calrissian. Absolutely, and the guy I can never remember. He's such a weird name. The guy Ansel Elgort, I believe, whatever his name is, is pretty good at Ethel. not doing an impression of uh, Harrison Ford, but doing it close enough to where it kind of made it his own. He did it so well that you almost forgot Harrison Ford's name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be because you're... It belongs in a museum. <laughs> so do you. <laughs> I also thought Woody Harrelson did a great job of playing oh, Woody yeah. Harrelson in the Star Wars movies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. He, he gets away with it every movie he does, but no one complains about it. No. I mean, I, I like it. Hey, when you're good at something. That's right, just be. Yeah, just be. The just be. Uh... Uh, Halloween Kills. I mean, I didn't. <laughs> I, I'm a Halloween fanboy. And I'm going to say something in front of the crowd here that you all may run me out on a pitchfork. But Halloween 3 Season of the Witch is my favorite Halloween movie. I don't care what anybody says. And I love the original Halloween. I still like the original Halloween too, even though I think Halloween 18 is really works better as the true sequel to Part One. And Halloween Kills is just sort of a good middle story. There's, I mean, there's not really a you know an end point, and it's a good middle story, but it's it's not anything that you're gonna want to watch watch by itself. You want to watch it with the other. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh, honestly, it's not fine. Like, but the like a lot of it works. A lot of it works. It's really good as far as the slasher component is in it. But trying not to be negative. It's much more gory than any of the other. They just cut out a lot of that movie and I and put it on top of Halloween Ends and it wouldn't well, improve the entire that's trilogy. Actually, what I think you could do is you could take all the Michael Myers stuff from Halloween Ends, just cut it out and paste it onto Halloween Kills and then you have a perfect trilogy of movies right there. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, it's good but it's fine. <laughs> I think it, it just felt so different because I feel like especially with the original Halloween it was much more cerebral where it's like you don't know when Michael's going to show up. Yeah. But then when Halloween kills it's like when he comes out of Laurie's house he's like you know what I'm gonna, just going to kill everybody. He's right. like, you're well, dead. You're dead. Uh, one, the thing that gets me the part that I don't really enjoy is the whole and this is me being negative I apologize. But it just feels like there was a lot of that movie that just kind of 
did what I'm doing now and is extending it to a point where it's like, what is going on here? <laughs> it's like, why is like why why is this section taking so long? I got it. But if they would have just edited it all down <laughs> to a point where it would have been, you know, a more contained movie, well, I feel like be as long as it did. I feel like what made the original Halloween and Halloween eighteen work so well is because with Michael Myers, he didn't just it seemed like he was randomly killing, but he was only killing people that were like in his way. You know, he wasn't just killing everybody in sight, but by the time you get the kills and ends, he's just killing, you know, anybody that he can find, basically. Which is great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Wolverine. <laughs> the Wolverine. Is this is okay. that the, the one where he goes to Japan? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Then, uh, I enjoyed it when I saw it. I don't remember anything. <laughs> That's the thing. Okay. Uh, it is inoffensive. <laughs> it's not Wolverine X Men Origins Wolverine, right? Which makes it automatically a good movie. Yeah. It has the bones of a good story. <laughs> And that's great. <laughs> you were the right. Yes, exactly. Yeah, covered bones. And that, that was something that I wanted them to explore was Wolverine in Japan, so I was glad that they did that. Exactly. And that's what I wanted to see yeah. as well. Because that was one of my favorite uh, little tangents that they did with Logan is seeing mm -hmm. his history over there. Although there were characters I would love to have seen that we didn't, and situations that I would love to have seen that we didn't, but we saw enough where I was like, eh, all right, it's and fine. It's going to be the title of this episode. Depending on movies for it's fine. <laughs> also, shirtless Hugh Jackman. Well, yes. I mean, one does not <laughs> simply walk into a Wolverine movie without expecting shirtless Hugh Jackman. <laughs> exactly. That's Australia's chest. Yes. <laughs> Steve Irwin is, is Australia's heart. Uh, We're building the perfect. <laughs> We're building Australia here at Pensacola 2023. Australia's Frankenstein. What would Yahoo serious be? <laughs> uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. Oh, I like that. Speaking of Japan. See, I saw it in the theater in 1992 or 3 when that came out. Right. It came out. I haven't seen it since, so I don't know. Wow. wow. I loved it. I thought it was great. I, I, I loved how different it was from the other movies. And it, it, it was it was a typical '90s kids movie, really, and I I didn't see anything really wrong with it. It's I was its target audience at the time, and I've gone back and I've seen it since, and I don't see anything wrong with it other than the fact that the maybe the characters are a little less. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. We ran out of money, so the mouths don't move. <laughs> Basically, that's that's essential. We're trying to voice match for all of the countries this week. Uh, but yeah, it, it was fun. I really enjoyed it. I thought, and I love the fact that Casey Jones got extended uh, airtime. And uh, yeah, I, I really liked it. Well, if you go back and look at that trilogy, it followed 
really kind of the evolution of the terms. Because you have the first one, you could say it's more like the comic books because it had that dark feel. Part two, they incorporated more of the humor. And then three, I felt like was essentially a live action version of the show. Right. But it's not a bad thing because I love the cartoon. It's one of my favorites. Right. So I, I think it's an unfair rap, personally. I mean, and it, and it kind of turns the... Because how many times have I seen a movie where they have a wonderful, fanciful location and then they immediately leave it? Like the Smurfs movie, for example. We see where they live and then they immediately go to New York City. It's like, that's not... That is... No. I want to see... A Smurfs movie. Where the Smurfs live, <laughs> you know. Uh, so whenever the turtles go to this, to this, you know, Japan of history, and and, and you, you see all of these wonderful um, historical. I mean, I'm not saying it's a historical documentary by any stretch of the imagination, but the fact that there's all of this imaginative uh, story work and and setting going on. I think it's a wonderful thing that we don't get enough of uh, in, in those types of movies because it's always the other way around. We, and yeah, there's, there is that in the movie because the, uh, the Romans whatever they were, uh, actually come into modern day New York. But that's a side story. That's not the main thing. So I loved, I loved that movie. I'm going to go watch it when I leave. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, for those of you who are comic book readers, there's a Ninja Turtles uh, comic book series called The Last Ronin that is extremely good. Very dark, but very good. Uh, Karate Kid Part 3. They always look at me. Karate Kid 3. I mean, probably that performance. I can't remember the guy's name because I, I haven't been watching. Uh, yeah, I, but the guy. There's a part where they have this uh, this scheme that they have. have uh, he's in a hot tub and he's on the the phone with uh, Sensei Kreese, I believe it was, and he's like, "What if we make him love us or whatever?" And he's like. And he does the wildest take of any. He just jumps up in a towel in the hot tub. You know what? I like that. I like that a lot. And I'm like, how much cocaine happened? <laughs> it, 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 it was, uh, that is one of my favorite moments of any movie ever. And I will always remember it because I was eight years old when I saw that. And it was great. We'll say that. What's the villain's name again? Silver. Terry Silver. Terry Silver. Terry Silver. Okay. Um, I think he makes a great villain in the show, <laughs> that movie. Like I remember seeing it when I was a kid. It was, it was a rental. I remember renting it as a kid and just being, you know, a, such a fan of Karate Kid One and Two as a kid. This one just felt, I don't know, so left field from what Karate Kid was. I just, I remember not liking it. And I'll be honest, I have not seen that movie since then. Probably what, when did it come out? Like 88, 89, somewhere around there. And, but I enjoy that character in the show yeah. because it fits that universe that they, they built in the show. 
What I love about the show is it makes Karate Kid 3 better. Yeah. Because they explain why Terry was the way he was and kind of just how ridiculous a lot of it was yeah. at the time. And he's such a ridiculous, over-the-top villain. It's great mm -hmm. in the TV show, but it's something that you can build to over four or five seasons. But when it's like Karate Kid 1, the, you know, the, the classic, then you go to 2, he goes to Japan, and then three, you introduce Terry Silver, and it's you know it becomes a you know a, a Van Damme movie at that point. And it's like, what is happening? Like this is not. I don't like. That. That's negative. Yeah. And I don't have the buzzer, unfortunately. No, I've spent the day with Terry. <laughs> but like you said, I do think the TV show. I haven't seen it since then. It probably does make the movie better. It does. It, it explains a lot. Uh, Doom. Oh. It's, it's got funny. the rock. Carl <laughs> <laughs> uh, Urban. I, yeah. Love, yeah, I mean, he's good in everything. And I, I really do like the... I did like the first person. Yeah, that was really cool. The first person section. Um, I mean, it wasn't that bad. I mean, it, 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 and they had the BFG in it. Yeah. So that's good. I just feel like that game would make a better anime or, you know, like a, a CGI type of movie than a live action. Pixar? Yeah. <laughs> like that sort of like stylized animation, you know, <laughs> that kind of animation that, that could be dark and brutal and gritty, but I don't know, it just, as a movie, it just felt weird. Because <laughs> I love that game, I love the Doom games, but that movie was like, it's just weird. When it goes into the first person sequence, I'm like, okay, this, this yeah. is cool. That right. was a cool nod to fans of the game. It yeah, should have felt more like Event Horizon than like a straight up like The Rock action movie. You know? I don't agree with that. Really? Like it's doomed. Because Event Horizon is all what? this all this psychological manipulative horror but, like, that's going on for like the of that movie. movie. Like it just Doom felt like a, just too slick. Like it didn't have you like, played Doom? Yes! <laughs> have you seen the movie? <laughs> yes, I have! And it's more like the, the game than Event Horizon oh, is. Well, I'm not saying Event Horizon is like Doom. <laughs> I'm just saying it could, they, if they would have made the movie feel like that, a little more like, right. you know, like Aliens or something. I mean, I get Aliens. Okay, Aliens I understand. But Event Horizon? <laughs> it's like, you know what? I really think that I like The Last of Us. The TV show is great, but I think it would be better if it was like Casablanca. <laughs> it's like it, it might. It's about helpless people, yes, but nothing else matches. Frankly, I don't give a damn. Someone made a joke on Twitter, uh, like two weeks after The Last of Us, the show came out. Somebody should make a video game based on this. Like, <laughs> Somebody actually did put up a picture that, that was in a, a, a video game store and it had The Last of Us and it had a sign on the front that said, based off the hit TV show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what? Like, uh, I don't know about that. Uh, speaking of The Rock, Black Adam. Best DC movie I refuse to see. <laughs> That's a positive. Has Hawkman in it. <laughs> also, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I, 
I actually stopped watching it about two thirds of the way. Actually, even before that, because it started, it started giving me the vibe that it, is this little kid going to be important? Oh, he's going to be important. All right, turning this off. <laughs> Look, I I love The Rock, but I'm tired of The Rock. Tired of Snow always cooking. Yeah. Like, I'm eight. I'm good. <laughs> Another good shirt idea. Um, I'm eight. I'm good. <laughs> also loved Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate. Pierce Brosnan. I thought he was excellent. I didn't he was. even know he was in the movie. Yeah, he, he's excellent. <laughs> he's really good. Honestly, the, the entire Justice Society is, yeah. is, is great. I, I like... If it was a Justice Society movie, it would have been much better for me because the most uninteresting part of the movie is the title character. And it just, and the fact that they keep on doing that thing where they have this random family, even though I know the characters from the comic book, it's not like the movie to the point where here's this mom and her son and her brother and for whatever reason, this God amongst men have to, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm turning this off. I think it's I a lifelong thing for me, because even, I, I'm 45 years old, and even as a kid, like, Shazam felt so, like, old-fashioned and, like, just old comic book stuff. And here we are, I'm 45-year-old man, I don't give a crap about anything to do with Shazam at all. Well, Shazam was a good movie. It was a good movie, <laughs> but... I, but I couldn't, I couldn't tell you anything of it. Like, I saw it, but I don't remember anything from it. Uh, there was flossing involved. But we, but no, the, uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed everything up to the point where I realized where they were going with the movie. So I will say about a third of the movie is at least watchable. The rest is fine. The rest yeah, is it's fine. fine. I haven't watched this. Uh, you I, need I, a cue card. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, Venom, let there be carnage. Oh. <laughs> you got the room. Look, I saw the first Venom movie, and I made it through that, and I was like, I'm not going to sit through another one. <laughs> so I have not seen it and have no plans to. Whatsoever. As part of the... Even though I love Woody Harrelson, and I love and Tom Hardy... Mm -hmm. And Woody Harrelson does a great job of playing Woody Harrelson. Yeah. As <laughs> I love that storyline, like the whole uh, you know, uh, Maximum Carnage. I have all those comics still. Love that storyline. But as they announced this movie, and I was like, I hate it. It's been a movie, and I just do not want to see this. I uh, so to advertise the film, uh, Fortnite had a Carnage and a. Venom skin included in the game, and that's the best part of it. Sure, the card skin in Fortnite would be really cool. Oh, it, it is pretty cool because his pickaxe is his arm turns into an axe and starts cool. doing that number. And uh, the the Venom one has Tom Hardy version where you can run around with Tom Hardy. And then uh, might I suggest <laughs> instead of watching. Uh, What's the movie Let called? Let there be carnage. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even know the name of the movie. Go get a Super Nintendo and play Maximum Carnage on Super Nintendo. That's, that's, a, that's a much better experience than I can guarantee you that movie is. Have we reviewed that on that game record? I don't think we have. Maximum we'll Carnage for Genesis. We'll have to change we that. We might have. Oh, I'm not to look and see. If not, we'll have to change that. I, I they song. ripped off Black Sabbath for the, yeah. for, for the music yeah. and the game. And nobody ever figured it out. <laughs> uh, 
uh, Jungle Cruise. Oh, I actually like Jungle yeah. Cruise. There's nothing wrong with that movie. I mean, I mean, it's The Rock, and I've had plenty of rock. Fine. I mean, the fact that it's they did the entire Jungle Cruise <laughs> cruise at the beginning of it using jokes from the Jungle Cruise made me happy. Yeah, it, you know, it was like. It, you know, it's one of those things where he, oh, he said the thing. <laughs> you know, I, I love that. When this movie was announced, I said, if they do not incorporate the bad jokes at some point, right. I will refuse to watch it. I mean, it's a really good adventure movie. And I think that's something we don't have enough of these days is just straight up adventure movies. The worst part of the movie is the fact that it's not a mummy sequel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, just, that's really it. It's, it's, it had that feel. It, it didn't nail it entirely but it, it went there and it got close enough for me to have that itch scratched so I, I really liked it and I feel like those are the kind of roles that The Rock should do more of yeah. and not essentially playing The Rock Yeah. episode 87 Maximum Carnage from the Super Nintendo okay there we go <laughs> well darn but no, I, I liked Tom Cruise it was, it was a fun movie, it was a good movie. Like, not every movie has to be this huge epic like you can just shut your brain off. That's all. Sometimes that's all you want. It's just a nice adventure movie, like you know, Indiana Jones style adventure. Yeah. It doesn't have to be Indiana Jones. Just give me an adventure. It just has to be the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Where is Brendan? Fraser? It doesn't have to be the Rock either. There are other actors. There are other actors. Get Australia's ass. Well, it's like there are only there are only two actors. You need live action. You have the Rock. You have voice. You need Chris Pratt. Yeah. No. <laughs> Agreed. No more Chris Uh I'm so scared for that. I really that, You notice they haven't had any oh, I know. Mario voice stuff in any of the advertisements. So I have a feeling they're going back and re-recording all of his dialogue. The problem is the movie looks great. It does. Everything except that's for that we haven't looks heard great. About it. They're re-recording every bit of that dialogue right now. I'm going to go into that movie exactly how I felt with the first Sonic. I'm going to be extremely nervous. Look, just be good. Because if we get a good Super Mario movie, we might get a Zelda movie, we might get a Metroid movie. Oh my god, I have to die if they need a Zelda movie. Do we have a Zelda TV show instead of just extended work? I'd be okay with that. If they have a Zelda TV show, writers, right? Yep, here. exactly. Well, I don't know anything about Zelda. I, I will. <laughs> we'll, we'll educate you. Speaking of, we'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Eternals. I am watched. So really, I, I have. Look, I love comic books. I love all the MCU stuff. But once Eternals came around, it's like I really don't care to see this movie at all. There was nothing. There was nothing in the advertisements that made me want to see that movie. It's like here is a bunch of people I don't know. Hey, here's a movie that's <laughs> almost four hours long. I don't care. That makes me not want to see it even more. Because I did not sit through four hours of the Snyder Cut. I'm not going to sit through this. Fair enough. You're right. I should have watched that instead. I'm an old man. I can't sit in the theater over two hours now. What are you trying to do to me? You, you, you insist on being in the middle, though. If you're on the edge like me, <laughs> <laughs> you can... You <laughs> you know what they need to do in movie theaters? They need to have a, a, a bathroom within each theater with the movie playing on a TV screen. Like so you, go, can you, you can just 
to watch what's going on so you don't miss anything. <laughs> Tell me that's not a, not a, a bad idea. It's a great idea. idea. You should trademark it. <laughs> but we, we have it on audio and video. So or, they could just, or they could just make the seats in the theater a toilet. One of those two. Jason, you could call it a and <laughs> I like it. That's awesome. Uh, Double Dragon. That was one of the best commentaries we ever did for Nerd Cave Rights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, Alyssa Milano. Yeah. Yes. Otherwise. <laughs> and, and 90s hyper color, whatever that was cross nice. color yeah. stuff she was wearing. And that movie. The idea that Andy Dick would be a weatherman is also pretty funny. That was the most <laughs> well-lit movie I've ever seen in my life. There was no darkness in that movie, ever. <laughs> even when it's dark. Yeah, even the sewers. <laughs> like, I can see everything in here. What? Who pays the, the sewers light bill? <laughs> my only disappointment with that movie is that those two didn't have to fight each other at the end of the movie. I know, right? Over Mul Alyssa Milano, because we, as we all know, women do not have a choice in who their boyfriend is. <laughs> According to Double Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, we, we did an episode of a podcast I did where we talk about the story of Double Dragon in the video game and how it just starts off with this guy coming out and boom, right in the <laughs> right gut of this woman. <laughs> and we're like... How and the two brothers go after her because she's both their girlfriends? I mean, and then at the end, they have a brother that never shared a girl before, and I'm not going to fight him over one. <laughs> I wouldn't want to date anybody my brother wants to date. <laughs> uh, so the game is very inconsistent with its messages. <laughs> uh, but the movie, the movie didn't have any of that. That's good. Like you guys said, I had a lot of fun watching this with you guys and doing the commentary track. Right. I mean, the movie looks like an episode of Party of Five, so. That, that's an accurate statement. I didn't think. Uh, let's see. Morbius. It's morbid time. <laughs> the memes. Look. Uh, yes. Chef's kiss. I wish Jared Leto would just go away. <laughs> You know, the thing that gets me about Jared Leto is that companies still have the audacity to be happy to announce new movies. His, his agent needs to be in a Hall of Fame. A hundred percent. Y'all see the shirt I'm wearing? Tron is one of my favorite movies of all time. I love the Tron TV series that Disney did. I, I'm so happy when they announced a new movie. But then they attached Jared Leto's name to it. I'm like, how many movie franchises does this dude need to tank before they stop giving him money? It's like, I mean, it, it is one of those things where I read the first half of the headline. Neutron movie. Yes, with Jared Leto. What? Oh. <laughs> it's like the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, Jared Leto. <laughs> you don't need him. <laughs> That's the scariest thing about it. <laughs> it just it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever that that because Mor Morbius is one of those movies where I didn't actually see it, but I know everything about it. Same. Because the people who have seen it 
have pieced it together so meticulously to the point where I could tell you the plot of this film, I don't want to know. <laughs> and it's because of how, how ridiculous it is, and that is a positive, because it's hilarious how bad this movie ended up being. And it was the greatest joke that the, that the internet ever played. That it failed in the theater, and everybody's like, please, we, we need this movie. So the movie theater spent millions of dollars putting this movie back in the theater for everybody to go, <laughs> we were just kidding. They made, what, a few thousand dollars? Let's do it one more time. <laughs> this time. We were busy that yeah, week. We were busy the last six weeks that was in the yeah. theater. Uh, uh, yeah, it's the memes for me. Like they're Absolutely. just they're amazing. Well, I think we've got time for one more. Like I said, Jared Leto can just go away. And yeah, I'd be happy. I've been saving this one for last, and we have never talked about this movie in any of the panels we've done. The Last Jedi. Why, why, why did you do this? Why did you do this? <laughs> <laughs> you feel the I've lost. <laughs> you want to know what's wrong with those? <laughs> Okay, first off, when when they went into the, this trilogy of movies, they had no game plan whatsoever. They were just like, let's just remake Star Wars and everybody would be happy. And that's what they did. And we were happy. But then every, all the, the fan, fan base was like, we want something different. So they gave it to Ryan Johnson, and he gave us something different. Everybody's like, we don't want anything different. We want the same stuff. So, And then Princess Leia... God rest her soul died and she was supposed to be a huge part of the third one and I think when it came around like JJ was like I don't know what to do so they just kind of winged it <laughs> and they did not stick the landing I mean there was some good stuff in the movie that was really cool but overall it, it felt like a disjointed mess of a movie now are you talking about Less, wait, are we talking about less? Less Jedi. Less Jedi. Okay. Oh, I thought, I keep thinking we are talking about Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, Last Jedi, I actually liked The Last Jedi. Because I, I thought Ryan Johnson really did, uh, uh, did us a favor by giving us something different so that we could go in different directions with it. But then everybody jumped on him and hated him. And I don't understand why. I don't understand the Star Wars fandom. Because, like I said, you know, the first one, uh, Force Awakens, everybody's like, that was great. We want something different. He does something different. Like, no, we don't want that. I don't, I don't know what they want. I don't know what we want. <laughs> I know what we want. Pedro Pascal. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I'm also in camp. Last guy, uh, last Skywalker, Last Jedi. See, we can't even keep them straight. <laughs> last Skywalker and the Rise of Jedi. The, the Last Empire, Skywalker's back. <laughs> the uh, no, I, I'm on the camp that loves that movie because whenever I watched it with my daughter, who loved it so much, and I was having a, an experience with my child over a Star Wars. And we we watched it, and a lot of the things I wanted to happen happened because everybody's like, "Ooh, who was raised parents?" And I'm sitting over here going, "I hope it's nobody." And the reason why I hope it's nobody is because it makes the universe seem awfully small if everybody is boning each other to make these special people. Yes. <laughs> and 
at that point, when I saw it, and I'm like, oh, she is dope. Oh, thank God. And then I come out of the movie theater, and I check Twitter, and I'm like, oh, nobody liked it. <laughs> and I lost friends over this movie <laughs> because I had the audacity to say, no, it was great. <laughs> it was like, like, no, like hell it was. <laughs> you know, it's one of those situations. But Jason hit the nail on the head. The biggest problem with the new Star Wars movies is you can tell they didn't have a clear plan. Right. Like, you can knock the prequels, but they tell a clear story from episode one to episode three. Yeah, and it did, it did get worse as, as it went because of the way the last woman ended up being. Because yeah. as much, there is good stuff in all Star Wars. Like, even the Star Wars I don't really care for. But, and when it comes to the rise of Skywalker, there's a lot I don't like in that movie, but there are really good things in it. But you can tell that they just made it up where you went. And, and, and that's what all writing is. I just wanted to throw yeah. it out there. People are always you saying, always have a, yeah. idea of what. It's like they're, they're making it up as they go. That is what writing is. But they didn't <laughs> have any they didn't have any kind of outline of what they Yeah, they didn't know do. what was going to happen. And, uh, and like, look at, you look at J.J. Abrams' career. I mean, even like Lost and yeah. stuff. He's a He can start great stories, make great mysteries to hook you in, but he does not know how to pay anything off at all. He cannot stick to landing. No. He cannot. And, and he's a great fixer. Like, yeah. if you need something fixed, he'll come in and fix it for you, but he can't finish it. No. no. I mean, his poor wife. All right. <laughs> on, on, on that note, uh, Jason, tell everybody about our Nerd Cave Retro show. Go check out at Nerd Cave Retro on Twitter and Instagram, nerdcaveretro.com. It takes you to our link tree. Uh, we just did our panel earlier today, Pensacon 2023. And uh, every single week, we talk about uh, the retro gaming news of the week, talk about video game history, and we review an old game every single week. Wally, tell everyone about the Dead Game Podcast. Yes, I have a new podcast called Dead Game Podcast. It's about games that people would say are dead games, like uh, Fortnite uh, D&D a couple weeks ago. Uh, but the next episode is going to be about Disney Infinity. And what we do is we talk about the things that we would do to bring back these franchises that are either languishing or people are getting tired of. So that's, that is what we do. Fantastic. Well... If you want to check out other episodes of my podcast, The Derek Diamond Experience, you can head to linktree.com slash ddiamondpodcast. It's where it'll take you to social media, YouTube, podcast subscriptions, everything. So this has been Defending Bad Movies. So thank you all for coming out. Enjoy the rest of the